Hello, in today's episode, we are going to discuss one of the less known factors in having excellent reps of good health, as well as I'm going to put on one of my myth-busting hats, and I'm going to debunk one of the myths that I have literally heard my entire life. This is Joe Sellers, and I am your host in the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? So in today's episode, we are going to be covering the last section of the first R in the 3R framework to being an excellent man, husband, and father. And so that's under reps. And today we're going to talk about sleep. So sleep, the first thing you need to do is ask yourself, is my sleep healthy? Well, here's some stats for you. One out of three people have trouble falling asleep. One out of four people have obstructive sleep apnea, and one out of eight people have restless leg syndrome. Now, those are some pretty big numbers of people who are having difficulty sleeping. And this is where I'm going to open the can of worms for the myth busting. Did you know that people need seven to nine hours of sleep? And that is no matter what age you are, you still need that much sleep. You see, here is the, the myth busting that I'm going to bust right now. I've heard almost my whole life that the older you get, the less sleep that you need. Okay, so kind of put that in the back of your mind right now. We're going to talk about that more later uh, and about why that myth is actually a myth and not fact. So as you get older in life, there are some natural sleep changes that occur. As you get older, you may find yourself falling asleep and waking up earlier. So you go to bed earlier and you wake up earlier. That's totally normal. You may find out that as you get older, you're also going to have uh, more time that you're sleeping more lightly. So it's easier to wake up. You're not sleeping as deep as you used to. And as you get older, you may find out that you start waking up uh, more during the night, three to four times a night, possibly. And so one of the reasons, or there's a few reasons for these different changes in your sleep pattern, that is there's changes in the part of your brain that control sleep and naturally lower levels of growth hormone and melatonin in your body the older you get. Now, there are also some sleep stillers that take this, the sleep away from you. So these are apart from the natural changes that happen pretty much to everybody. And that is if you begin to take uh, long or late naps, that can disrupt your, your evening sleep pattern. If you have caffeine in the afternoon or evening, I know if you're like me, sometimes I can drink a, an espresso right before going to bed and sleep like a baby. And other times I can drink just a cup of coffee and stay awake all night. So caffeine in the afternoon or evening can disrupt your sleep. If you have a lack of exercise, maybe you're too busy to exercise, maybe you're not even walking or doing any type of exercise, that lack of exercise can actually uh, disrupt your sleep patterns. And the, another big one, especially in today's world, is if you have screen time too close to bedtime. This could be television, but especially if you have to check that social media account one more time before laying your phone down beside your bed, then that can also disrupt your sleep. And of course, there are certain health conditions that can disrupt your sleep. Uh, some of the other things is, as you get older, you may find yourself having more nighttime bathroom trips. 80% of adults uh, age 80 or over are waking more 
uh, by the need of nighttime bathroom trips and underlying causes can be diabetes, large prostate, infectious or kidney diseases, various things that as you get older, you could find those nighttime bathroom trips uh, becoming more frequent. And lastly, in this list, uh, medications. There are different medications that people could be on that can disrupt your sleep pattern, uh, alpha or beta blockers, high blood pressure uh, medicine, heart disease medicine, uh, various medications that can, can disrupt your sleep patterns. So there's a lot of things that can work against you in getting a good night's sleep. So um, let's talk about some, some tips on how you can get a better night's sleep. So one of the first things that you can do is, is kind of track your, start tracking your sleep patterns. Now there are various uh, devices that do this. There are literally smart beds now that measure your sleep patterns. There are uh, health rings. You can buy a ring now that measures your sleep pattern. Um, the watch I have, I have a Garmin watch. It, me it measures my sleep pattern. And other smart watches will measure your sleep pattern to kind of see, you know, how much time are you awake, how much are you uh, in REM sleep, how much are you in deep sleep, and how much are you in light sleep. So if you have the, the means, you can track your sleep patterns just to kind of see uh, what where you're at and, and how it's going. So another thing that you can do uh, to help with your, to improve your sleep pattern is maybe you need to, to skip the nap. If you've been taking naps, maybe you need to skip those or at least shorten them, uh, maybe 10 to 15 minutes at most, because as I said earlier, if you take too long of a nap, it can disrupt your sleep pattern. Not to mention, I know with myself, if I sleep too long in a nap, I'll wake up and be groggy sometimes for the rest of the day. So you need to really watch your naps. And if you could skip them all together, that might help you sleep better at night. And obviously is one of the things that we talked about that can inhibit sleep. Another tip is to limit your caffeine intake. Intake Now, caffeine is a double-edged sword. There are plenty of health benefits to, to coffee and to caffeine. Uh, there's, there's antioxidants that a lot of the caffeinated drinks have that can help you. But on the other hand, if you have too much caffeine, it can start to cause a dependency in the brain. And you'll find that you need increasingly high amount of caffeine to do the same job so if you if you drink a lot of coffee then you could be drinking more coffee um, if you drink energy drinks things like that you could be needing more to stay awake especially in those kind of sluggish times in the afternoon and really and truly it, it really is all about timing so you know a cup or two in the morning is fine as long as it's at a consistent level but you might want to start limiting your intake and definitely limit your intake after uh, noon after 12 p.m to to avoid the risk of interfering with your sleep pattern um, because more and more studies are, are proving that if you do that, that it is going to slow down um, how well you can go into to good sleep. Uh, another thing that you need to do, and this is something I've, I've talked to a few people about, and it's something that, that I uh, didn't find out until a little bit later in my life, and that is you need to address the possibility of sleep apnea. I encourage you, if you are not sleeping well, if if your spouse or someone has told you that you uh, are a chronic snorer, I encourage you to check with your doctor about getting a sleep study done. 20% um, of seniors experience sleep apnea. And I'm telling you, there are so many uh, things that can dis that can destroy your health from sleep apnea. You can get congestive heart failure, obviously the lack of sleep. Um, but basically, sleep apnea is is a huge uh, thing that that people try to ignore. And you know, for me personally, it did take a little bit of time getting used to to wearing my mask. But I'm telling you right now, even if I take a nap in the afternoon, I always wear my my mask because that helps me to get a better sleep, better rest. 
better quality rest, not to mention avoiding those those health issues that we talked about. So please, if you're a snorer, if you know that you're not sleeping well, that is something you should check out uh, for sleep apnea because it is something that is totally treatable. So another thing is that you can, can look at, maybe look at some natural methods for calm and relaxation. There are certain teas that you can drink uh, before bedtime that will help you rest, help you relax. Um, there's valerian roots, there's melatonin, there's tryptophan, and one of the great teas that, that, uh, that I mentioned is chamomile. So this is also called the sleep tea, and it can really help you sleep better at night. And so I encourage you, you know, maybe look at, at introducing that. As with anything, you know, especially if you're talking about melatonin, uh, I would check with your doctor or valerian root. I would check with a doctor. Uh, I know there are times that valerian root is good, uh, especially if you have restless leg syndrome. Melatonin, of course, will help you sleep better and get to sleep easier. But as always, any type of changes in, in uh, medications or even supplements, you really should check with your doctor first. But I, I have yet to hear of any harm coming from a, a nice hot cup of chamomile tea before bedtime. Another thing that you might want to look at, another tip, is to start incorporating at least some light physical activity into every day. Now, you know, 20 to 30 minutes a day would be excellent if you can start walking daily. That is excellent. No matter how old you are, if, you know, your body was created for movement. And consistent exercise is going to help keep your heart healthy. And it is going to help lubricate your joints. It's going to help build bone density. It's going to keep you flexible and promote overall body strength and longevity. I know with me, you know, I, I have army knees. And so where I, what I found is, is I can't exercise too much and my knees will hurt, or I can exercise not enough and my knees will hurt. So you really need, each individual is, is different. And so I believe that you, that you definitely need to incorporate some movement into your daily routine, but it could be different for different people. And especially if you've been primarily sitting at a desk or sitting most, most of your days, then you're obviously going to have straw light. Don't say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to exercise for three hours a day, or I'm going to walk, you know, five miles a day. Start off small. Maybe it's just going to be around the block one time. Maybe it's going to be just a half a mile or a quarter of a mile. Maybe it's just going to be for three minutes, five minutes, but I encourage you to start. Uh, I literally just got through writing this in a post uh, on a page. You know, the best time, the old adage, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is today. So I encourage you, even if you've not had an active lifestyle, I encourage you, go ahead and start today. Start today with that that five-minute walk, that 10-minute walk, and then gently and gradually over the upcoming weeks increase it to 20 minutes to 30 minutes and I guarantee you you're going to feel better there's uh, study after study after study that has shown that walking daily can literally add years to your life and life to your years and so there are such huge benefits just simply walking so I encourage you to do that another one that is uh, is also a good tip for it is if you take a, an evening warm bath if you take a bath it will help uh, relax your muscles. You may want to look into even doing a Epsom salt bath if you have muscle cramps or tightness. But if you soak in a, in a warm bath shortly before going to bed, it really will help you relax. Maybe put on some some nice soft music and and just simply relax there. And that's really going to help get into your sleep better. And so that will that's a great tip as well. Another tip is you, you really need to look at your bed. I know even my wife and I right now we're we're reevaluating the bed we have. Won't mention any brands or any models uh, that we're that we currently have or that we're looking at. Um, 
they're they're not sponsors of this podcast and we don't point you in any one direction but there's plenty of research out there that you can find to look at making sure that you have a good bed you know i was just talking to my wife this morning about it you know if you think about it if you sleep eight hours a day that's that's a third of your day and so a, a third of your day means a third of your life so a third of your life one third of your life you're spending in a bed and so I encourage you, that is probably something you want to save up for and spend a little bit of money on. Don't just get a cheap bed. Don't just get a flimsy mattress, but really spend some time researching a mattress, a good quality mattress, because like I said, you're going to be spending a third of your life there. So, um, and when you look at beds, you know, some things that can, that can affect that is it, you, it's best to have a cooler room, which means a cooler mattress, uh, so that you're not getting hot as you're trying to sleep and you know really setting up the the room as well with either sound or with with uh, lights uh, having lights out you know at night i even wear a mask to, to block out the light um, especially now that we have a, a newborn so it's it helps me to sleep better and so those are those are just some tips that you can have for for sleep now to go to the myth busting portion of the podcast and that is as you get older, you need less sleep. Okay, so let's think about some elderly people that you know, or uh, maybe if you look in the mirror, you can find one immediately. But think about some of the elderly people that you know or yourself, and think about some of the things that you're dealing with right now. Maybe in the afternoon you find yourself having a hard time staying awake. Maybe you find yourself, if you sit down in a chair just to sit for a little bit and relax, maybe you find yourself drifting off to sleep. Maybe you're having a hard time concentrating. Maybe you're forgetting things. Maybe you're finding yourself, um, not only are you having trouble focusing, but literally going through the day, you start forgetting things. Maybe you are finding that you have chronic fatigue or you feel exhausted all the time or you just, you just don't feel real well rested. Well, guess what? If you have cut back on your sleep because you thought, well, I don't need as much sleep now that I'm older, all those symptoms that I just described are the symptoms for a lack of sleep. So I encourage you, no matter how old you are, really shoot for seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Now what that may mean is you're going to simply have to get to bed earlier. Now this is this is going to take discipline. And once again, everything that, I, that I've talked about on my podcast, I try to talk about something that is sustainable. So don't say, okay, tonight I'm going to bed two hours earlier, or I'm going to bed one hour earlier. Start with 15 minutes. Okay, tonight I'm going to get to bed 15 minutes earlier, or maybe for this whole week, I'm going to get to bed 15 minutes earlier. And then next week, I'm going to go add another 15 minutes. So get to bed from now, you know, I'm going to get 30 minutes earlier until you build up to that seven to nine hours of sleep. Now, I know a lot of us, we can't really adjust what time we get up because of work schedules and things like that. So really what you have more control over usually is that that time in the evening. And so I want to encourage you too before you you go to bed don't don't fly like crazy up until 5 minutes before you lay down but really start building yourself a routine to to get ready for bed, to get ready to to really rest. As I mentioned earlier, uh, one of the things that can disrupt your sleep is screen time. So I encourage you, I know one of my mentors they don't even have cell phones or electronic devices in the bedroom. I know for me, I do use mine as an alarm, so you know that's my excuse. But what I really have to, to discipline myself for is to not lay down in bed and then check social media one more time or check for email one more time. That does a few things. One, 
studies have shown that 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 light from especially mobile devices, especially because you're holding them close to your face, the light is going to help you to not get a good night's sleep, and it's going to set you up to not be able to fall asleep as quick as well. Plus, the other thing it does is it's engaging your mind with, you know, it can be stress, it can be things that are going on in the world, it can create fear. If it's email, it can be getting you thinking about work or something that you've got to do tomorrow, and so that will disrupt your, your, your thought patterns to where you're not going to be able to get to sleep as, as quickly. And then you're also not going to sleep as well because you're, you're activating your mind right before you go to bed. So I encourage you, cut out the screen time at least half an hour, if not an hour, before you, you're going to lay your head down on the pillow. I really recommend one hour before you lay your head down on the pillow. And I know in today's society that is so difficult to do. It is not easy to cut that screen off before going to bed. But I encourage you to do it because I, I think, I know for me, it, it can be one of the, the biggest downfalls to having a good night's sleep. Of all the things we've talked about on this podcast, uh, on this episode today, it is that screen time. It's so hard not to have screen time right before I lay down to go to sleep. So I encourage you to build that into your routine. You know, Brush your teeth. Take medications that you need to. Uh, have that, that cup of, of uh, chamomile tea. And then lay down and rest and sleep. I know for I know for my wife and I, we love to end the, the evening with prayer together. So we pray together before we go to bed as well. And so that really helps calm our, our mind, calm our heart as we settle down for a nice winter's nap or fall or spring or summer nap, no matter what season it is. So, so those are some practical tips. And uh, hopefully we have helped uh, debunk the, the myth that the older you get, the less sleep you need you need. Uh, I know there was a time in my life where I somehow heard you only need four hours of sleep. And uh, I had the worst time with headaches as I was trying to only get four hours of sleep a night, which was ridiculous because you really do need seven to nine hours of sleep, no matter how old you are. So I hope this has helped someone. And thank you so much for tuning in to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. And even if you're not a husband, I know that the the things that we share here are pretty much applicable across the board. Whether you're a a man, a husband, a father, a woman, doesn't matter that there are basic things here that anybody can apply to their life and really move their life from average to exceptional. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great day, and we will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I'll waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening. And remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.